Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Thursday! That's right, bonus episode time. Doing two eps a week now. I uh, hope you guys have been having a great week. I just got back from my second time on the New Kids on the Block fan concert cruise. Uh, my boy Joey McIntyre invited me to come back, do some stand-up. Joey and I actually uh, did a little uh, sketch song where I came out as a drunk New Kids fan, uh, a girl. And uh, and he interviewed me, and then we sang a uh, an adjusted version of Seasons of Love from Rent. But we changed the lyrics to talk about the cruise. I'll, I'll play a little clip for you right now. Sing the song. Are you ready to sing the song, Joey? Let's just sing the song. You ready? Yeah. yeah. Thank you for taking, making my submission again. And I'm sorry I didn't shave. <laughs> I, the razors are weird in the bathroom. Anybody else notice that? <laughs> By the way, I finally took a shit today. It's so tough with the boat moving. It's like, have you done that with your life before? Like, shit will swing. There's no prep course for that. Maybe next year, fucking how? Oh. How? Oh. Okay, I'm ready. Thank right, you for letting me win the contest, by the Come way. Come on. Okay, uh, so that was amazing. Uh, shout out to Joey Mack, my boy. Bringing me on that cruise, that was so fun. Like 3,000 crazy drunk women. It's bonkers, but they're so dedicated and they love the new kids so hard. And it's uh, it's cool to watch and, and pick up some new fans because uh, after that performance, they um, man, they, they all jumped on the... Uh, the, uh, the Adam Ray comedy train and, and and more so the podcast train. So many people have been hitting me up saying they've been checking it out and going back and listening to episodes. So that's dope. Uh, if you want to see the whole version of that song, just type in Adam Ray, Joy Mac, New Kids Cruise, and it'll pop up. We did two shows, so there's two versions of it. And it, uh, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but something really crazy happens at the end of that song. So uh, anyway, that was a blast. Shout out to all you Blockhead fans. You guys are crazy but fun. Hope you guys' week has been great. Hope you've enjoyed the Chris Spencer episode that dropped on Monday. If you haven't checked that out, please go back and listen to it. An amazing episode with uh, President Obama golf stories. Uh, you know, Chris wrote for the Emmys, the ESPYs. He's a producer and co-creator of uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood with Kevin Hart. 
He's just been in the business for a while and has amazing stories and insights that uh, that uh, I know you'll enjoy hearing. So go check that out and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done so. Give us a five-star rating. Just click that fifth star on the iTunes page. Leave a comment on the iTunes page. All that good stuff helps us climb the charts and uh, continue to bring you guys great shows like today's show which is one of my faves, one of my favorite dudes on planet Earth, uh, somebody that just makes me laugh, uh, has been making me laugh since I met this motherfucker uh, in 2003. We both went to USC. He was in the sketch group Good Neighbor with our boy Beck Bennett and Kyle Mooney from SNL. He is the star and one of the writers of the new show Dream Corp LLC, which airs Sunday nights at 11.45 on Adult Swim. It's a 15-minute show. Uh, live action, animation, half and half. It's so funny. Stephen Merchant and John Krasinski, executive produced it. And our guest today and star of the show is Nick Rutherford. Nick Rutherford, baby. You might have seen him on Adam Devine's House Party. He wrote on SNL. He's been in tons of commercials. Uh, he was a kid actor for a while, which we get into. Of course, our USC days, uh, how he met Beck and Kyle and formed the Good Neighbor Sketch Group, which to me is one of the greatest sketch groups of all time. Their videos, if you have not seen any of their sketch videos, which really kind of put them on the map, uh, we get into all that just when YouTube hit and doing videos and how they met and their improv group at SC. Uh, but uh, Good Neighbor is the name of the sketch group. Look them up on YouTube and enjoy yourself for hours. Some of the funniest shit you'll ever see. Um, this episode is just great. Nick is just a quick, funny dude, a good hang. Um, and uh, it's just a fun episode. Just one of those really fun, easy to listen to episodes. It, the, the hour and change flew by because we had so much fun. Uh, so enjoy this episode and follow Nick on Twitter at Nick Rutherford. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Brad at Funny Brad at ALN Podcast at ALN Podcast on Instagram. Adam Ray 33 on Instagram. Brad Williams Comedy on Instagram. This weekend, I'm going to be headlining Flappers in Burbank. First time. Burbank, California, Flappers Comedy Club. Tomorrow and Saturday, uh, two shows each night. Get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com and come see me. Johnny LaCosta is coming to feature a former ALN guest, and uh, my boy Avery Pearson, bringing him to do some keyboard. We're going to do some musical improv, some crowd work, some songs. It's going to be a great time. So get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com. That's Flappers Comedy Club tomorrow and Saturday in Burbank, California. Brad Williams is going to be at the new Levity Live in Oxnard, California. Where the fuck is Oxnard? Well, it's it's north of L.A. on the 101 freeway. They opened up a new club, and Brad's going to be out there um, uh, tonight. Uh, and uh, tonight, let's see, tonight through uh, 27th, 28th, and 29th, and 30th, the whole weekend, Thursday through uh, through Sunday. So um, go out and see Brad, Levity Live, uh, October 27th through the 30th. Of course, when you come to these shows, bring all your ALN merch, hat, shirts, mugs, posters, which you can get at astoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com. That's where you get all your ALN uh, stuff and uh, and bring them to the shows, and we'll sign them for you, take pictures, all that good stuff. Um, hope you've enjoyed the past few episodes. Got so many great shows coming up. Um, Jeremy Howard from Mad TV, Lyric Lewis from Mad TV, Dana Carvey's coming back for a fourth time, Brent Morin's coming back for an eighth time. Um, uh, fuck, who else? Oh, my God. Monday's episode is with Brett Ratner. Holy shit, just interviewed him, director of Rush Hour, Family Man, Tower Heist. Uh, so many great apps. I wish we could post them all in one day, but we got to wait. Speaking of waiting, 
There is no more wait for today's episode. Now that we got the Twitter handles out of the way, the merch info, the tour dates, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Nick Rutherford. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. How does that feel? It's good. How's that level for your voice? Oh, this sounds, uh, yeah, I feel, I feel pretty good. I hate my voice. <laughs> Do you? You don't <laughs> yeah. have to wear the phones if you don't well, want. Well, I'll wear it. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> we all do. <laughs> it, it, the the first time you hear your own voice like played back to you, it, it's, it's never, I would be, I would be disturbed if, any, if anyone heard their own voice played back to them the first time went, oh God. Wow. Wow. That guy should do radio. <laughs> That's majestic. <laughs> like uh, I've had people tell me that they like the sound of my voice, and I'm still like, Ugh. "You're wrong." I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, you got a bad ear. Yeah, it, it's because it, it, it's just it's just strange. I I don't know I don't know what it is. It's the same thing. Like I don't like looking at photos of myself. I well, because you're ugly. Yeah, I'm very yeah. unattractive. Right, and so that makes sense. No, I disagree. I think you're very photogenic. <laughs> well, thanks. Yep, thanks. I don't think I am, but I appreciate. Really? That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just like normal neuroses, I guess. Yeah, and like self hatred and years of. Was there a time of, of looking at yourself in the mirror? What was the first time you were on TV and saw yourself on TV? Oh man, is it a commercial? I, it must have been. A, I must have been really young, but it must have been probably a commercial. Wait, were you a kid actor? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no shit. I, I didn't even know. I, I didn't did know that my about first. You. you were the GIF kid, right? No, it was uh, the Flintstone Mom, Vitamin Kid. Sucks. Never did GIF wanted that campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing still it up. Still upset about it. You were wearing all GIF stuff when you came in. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah, well, I mean, you I were still the, support the brand. Yeah. <laughs> You have to. Yeah, sure. I mean, you you were the Stranger Danger PSA? I was Stranger Danger PSA. No, yeah. I wish I did cool What if stuff. there was a kid who was like still holding on to like, he was like the kid who was Stranger Danger and was like, man, that was me. That was when life was good. You know how many times that commercial got me molested? <laughs> <laughs> I was like a big target on my sweet child bottom. It, like all the time, all the top child molesters wanted me. Yeah, yeah. all of them. The big game hunting. <laughs> Ironically, none of the none of the agencies, but <laughs> not one. Oh wait, man, that was, that, uh, those were when days were sweet. We were mainlining gummy bears every day. Oh man, the, oh, good, man. the good old days. Now I'm actually uh, a pedophile, so it <laughs> kind of came full circle Crazy for me. All comes yeah. around. <laughs> uh, is wait, were you really the Flintstones vitamin kid? Because we brushed well, I, I was, that. I was one of them. What? I mean, I was I, when I was three. I did my first commercial for a puff. Puffalumps, which was like this 80s stuffed animal toy. And I'm, gonna, by the way, that's going to be a racist slur in like 25 puffalumps? years. Puffalumps? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Puffalumps. You're dating her? She's a puffalump. <laughs> yeah. Don't you, you bring were... a puffalump home. Yeah. I love that you were... By the way, that's no the most... No puffalumps in my house. <laughs> that's the most classic version of like a racist slur being used. Like yeah. a parent being like, you're dating a what? <laughs> you're dating a puffalump? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Wait a minute. So that was the kid... 
It was like an. I mean, it was it was like you know active sporty kids. So like I, I was like drinking from a water faucet, and then there was another kid playing. Like I it wasn't like I wasn't the face of anything. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, did, did you at least get some free Flintstones vitamins for life? I did, and then they're very tasty. Have you ever had them? They're yeah, like, they're, they're delicious. Candy. Yeah. yeah, they're straight up candy. And I was like a really heavy fat kid, and so mm-hmm. I ate the whole bottle and then was sick for like four days. So you couldn't <laughs> shit, right? That's the whole urban legend. I think thing? I vomited. I, I still don't shit much, so maybe that's a <laughs> residual <laughs> effect. Is that a problem? <laughs> it's not a problem. I mean, I tell people, they're like, what? I poop like once every three days. I feel like that's, that can't be a good thing. No, no, that's what everybody says. I mean, right? I don't think about it when I don't poop in a day, but I also like if I go three days, I'm aware of it. Yeah, I mean, so I, I drink a lot of coffee. I do drink a lot of coffee. I, I think I stopped smoking cigarettes, so I think that maybe Congrats. that's kind of a, yeah. Thanks. I think that kind of affected it a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, but I, I don't. I don't have like a weird diet. Like I, I yeah. eat pretty good. I don't know what it is. I, I poop a little bit every day, but then like <laughs> it, they're all kind what, of you, like trailers save up for one for, big one. Yeah, like the main event. You know, <laughs> they're all trailers for the big shit. Yeah, coming this morning. <laughs> but first, yeah. yeah. But first, holy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you I'm should disgusting. really. I mean, you should really see a doctor about that, Nick. Well, well you I know, every three days. If, it's, if it was like every three years, then yeah, the yeah. doctor statement is valid. That would be cool, though. I mean, it kind of would. They would be make like a documentary about insulation. you. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think it is. Uh, I think a lot of it is emotional or, or like you know, or, oh, yeah. or like mental because when I was when I was working uh, in New York on SNL, it's yeah. a very stressful job, and I wouldn't poop all week. And then I had therapy every Friday at noon, and I would get into my therapist's office, we'd talk for an hour, and I would go straight from her door into the bathroom next to her door, and then just shit out like a newborn shit, child. Shit out a whole week's of stress, yeah. worth of stress. Yeah, that, I was like, oh, that makes sense. That, this makes sense. That's so then would you go back in and be like, I'm actually now ready to start the session. Yeah, yeah. I'd much like, more open. I'd hug her. <laughs> yeah. And she's Thank like, you, Doc. And, you were paying for bathroom usage. Yeah. And she's like, I hope you washed your hands because I know what you did in there. And I'm like, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Was that, is I'm that, just hands up in the air praying. <laughs> <laughs> is is that the most stressful job you've ever had or been a part of? Yeah, by far. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we've heard stories and and it, but it only feels like you have to live it to know what the stress really feels like. Yeah, it's. I mean, it it's not terrible. The thing is, like, it's not the worst job. It, you know, because it's you're. It's just such a roller coaster. Right. Like it's mm-hmm. like the highest highs and the lowest lows. Like un, within hours of each other. Totally. Like, yeah. yeah. It's that's just, that's what people is tough to, you know. I mean, we can have, you know, a bunch of great shows in a row, and then a ba- uh, not so good one peppered in. But that's you can handle that. Yeah. But in yeah, in the same hour or the same, uh, just right at right one after the other, like the Monday be. Yeah, just like feeling great, and then you like pitch a real stinker idea to some celebrity, and they make fun of it, and then you're like, I fucking suck, I'm, oh. I'm terrible, and then like you get a sketch, and it goes great at the table, and then like you don't make it to dress, and then you're like, I'm a hack, I'm awful, or you have something, and it goes to like dress, and it kills at dress, and then it gets cut before the show, and then you just want to kill yourself again. There's it's, no midway validation. No, no like, oh, you're, they don't go, oh, your sketch didn't make it for a dress, but it was super funny. Maybe next week. Yeah, I mean, it, there is none of that. I wow. mean, maybe if there is that, but then next week you bring it, and then they don't even bring it to the table. Like, there's just, it's just, yeah. it's like designed to, like, kind of... That's one thing I never got, is, yeah. I hear stories like that sketches get cut 
that 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 killing dress or whatever. And then my philosophy is always like, well, why don't you just bring that sketch back the next week? I know. I don't know. I mean, with a different host. I mean, it, it would probably still work. You know, if it killed before, it'll kill again. Yeah, they they sometimes do that, but it, it feels like they would do it more. I think the the mentality is that. Just let's keep new new stuff, better stuff. Like let's keep pushing yeah. forward, which is mm-hmm. a good mentality to have. You sure. Know, See, my problem would be I wouldn't even uh, pitch sketches. I would just pitch hosts. So I would be in there being like, guys, Mario Lopez, Danny Bonaducci, Pee Wee Herman, Seacrest, Pee Wee Herman. While Chris Rock is sitting there, like, what about me? Yeah. And you're like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like, Chris, what about you, dude? What about Dan Cortez? <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Dave Coulier? Yeah, who, who sure. Was bring uh, bring Coulier in uh, Dream Corp. Oh, thanks. Yeah, he's he's a he's a lunatic too. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, well, well, let me. Uh, let's talk about that. We just saw the first episode of your new show, Dream uh, Dream Corp. Dude, it's so Dream Corp LLC. Cool. Yeah, Dream Corporation Limited Liability Corporation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just want to make sure you get the full title out uh-huh, there. Thank you. Uh, Sunday nights, Adult Swim, eleven forty-five, fifteen-minute show. So don't tell me that you don't have time. Because you have time. You and, get time. And it's not even 15 minutes because they run like a little commercial. I think it's and, technically like 12 minutes and 20 seconds yeah. or something. So you, you hear got, that, millennials? It's 12 fucking, fucking minutes, you, you ADD yeah. pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. So watch this thing. I don't even know how you watch it online. It's on the app. It's on the Adult Swim app. Yeah. I don't know if you don't have ca- I had to go to a bar to watch it on Sunday night. <laughs> do, you, I, do you have Adult Swim? No, I don't have cable. <laughs> no. That's going to be, that's slowly becoming everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think so. At you least don't, I, you almost, you don't, unless you. Well, maybe, if you're like sports, I think that's. Like the, sports and the Today Show, you yeah. need. <laughs> yeah, which that's such crossover with those two <laughs> right. audiences. I watch ESPN and Hoda and Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? I'm informed. Yeah, you, know, you know your shit. <laughs> you know what's going on. You know, yeah. Uh, how, did this, how did this even, was it Krasinski, John Krasinski and Steve Merchant EP, right? Yeah, they eat, uh, they're the EPs. This guy, Daniel Stesson, um, created the show. He did a short a long time ago that just did great called The Golden Sparrow that just made like the festival rounds. Right. Um, and it's all rotoscoped animation. So then That's he, what the animation's called. Yeah. yeah. It's like Scanner Darkly. Dude, it's Waking the Light. coolest. It's crazy, And right? I'm kind of blown away that not more of it is being done. I think there, this might lead to more. Yeah. Because yeah. this... It's I mean, kind of painstaking, but it's yeah, worth it. Uh, for the, uh, and basically what rotoscoping is is they draw... They do animation over live action. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a video game. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it, it's absolutely insane, and uh, that's, yeah, it looks like a cutscene because it's like not quite right, you know. But you can tell it's you. Yeah. And now, are you actually? But like, you're acting those scenes. Yeah, all that was shot in this warehouse, and there's no green screen or anything because they don't cut. Nothing's removed digitally. They just right. take it and then they draw over the the frame. So there's Amazing. all these like old school crew guys who were working the show. And they're like standing holding fans because the whole time there's just like fans blowing our hair so they can animate and it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, these these crew guys just like, I'm in the shot. I can see myself in the monitor right there. I'm in the shot. And it's like, no, no, it, well, you're going to be painted over. Like, it, it doesn't even matter. Like, yeah. you're going to be, well, shot's ruined. Like, they couldn't wrap their heads. <laughs> right. Shot's ruined. I'm in the shot. Like, it's fine. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you're fine. Uh, there's, no, uh, there's no light. No, no. There doesn't have to be light. No, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah. You can see the boom mic. It doesn't matter. Going to cut it out. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> It's, it's unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah, it's, it, it, and and I mean, I don't think I don't think it's a spoiler, but uh, in the first episode, the aforementioned uh, Dave Coulier. Uh, yeah, he pops up in my dream, makes an appearance, and it's and it it's Dave. It's him. He was on set, and he has a very prominent tongue, 
in the animation, but he also has a very prominent tongue in real life. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, he was. He made a lot of inappropriate jokes. I mean, you know, I, I, maybe only inappropriate because I know him as Uncle Joey. Yeah, yeah. You know, so when he's like saying things that I would say with like friends, it's like, whoa, this guy's a sicko. But like, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just a normal dude. Uh, but yeah, he just has this crazy long tongue, and all he does now, he's a pilot. Yeah, and he Wait, j- in real life. In real life. So an airplane pilot. An airplane pilot. He has a private license and he's got a plane. And I was just talking to him. I was like, so what do you do? Like, what's your life? He's like, oh, well, yesterday I, I, I flew up to Sonoma and got lunch with some friends with my wife. And then we flew back. I played some golf. What I, I was like, how often do you fly? Like once a week, once a month? He's like, every day. Every day I, go, I just fly somewhere and have lunch with a friend. <laughs> what a life. That is, oh, that's amazing. God. Isn't Did that anybody the dream? else know Coulier was living so fucking Good for decadently? him. Good for him. Wow. Is that full house money? I think it's got to be because so. those checks just keep coming in. And then they I have to, right? And then I know he still tours on the road and, and he still does stand up. Yeah. yeah. He's probably cashing in on corporate gigs for sure. Right? Yeah, sure. Definitely. I mean, yeah, because he's a clean comic. Yeah. So he, he's probably doing that. And wow. Man, and, and I never thought I'd say this, but I want Dave Coulier's life. <laughs> I know. He's, he's really super nice. I mean, very. I feel like I'm, I'm, I hopefully wasn't shitting on him. No, he's really, no. really nice. He's totally down. Mm-hmm. He dresses up like. Like uh, what the elf? What's the elf guy? <laughs> One of the guys from Lord of the Rings. Oh. <laughs> like I mean, he was just game for everything. He so how did you? Uh, um, oh, I, I, uh, you know, like auditioning, and it never works. Mm-hmm. I hate to tell this to like young actors. Like yeah. auditions don't work. It's just who you know, and like, but a lot of it's like, oh, I like your work in Good Neighbor, so we want to put you in this, yes. or you know, like, oh, you worked with this, like, yep. and like jobs, beget other jobs. Yep. This was just. I got an audition. I went in. I didn't know the guy who created the show at all, and I did well, I guess. And we shot the pilot, and me and the creator became really close because we just have very similar sensibilities. Yeah. And then the day I got back from New York, I landed in L.A., and Danny called me uh, and said, hey, man, I want uh, we got picked up for six episodes. I want you to be in all of them because originally it was just a guest, like just a guest star, just a patient who comes and goes. Yeah. I want you to be in all of them, and I want you to help me write them all. Yeah, it was incredible. Well, I mean, that helps. Yeah, it was great. It was it was amazing. So you came back from New York and you had that gig. Yeah, like right away. But this was I didn't know I wasn't going back to New York. Oh, so I had like three months off, mm-hmm. and I was like, we got to do this like now. We got to start writing this now. We got to right. shoot it before September. And he's like, yeah, of course we're going to do that because you got to be in it, and you got you're going to be totally unavailable come September. Yeah. And then like a month later, I was like, I'm not going back to New York. So we got all the time in the world. <laughs> And it was never going to happen in that time window. Right, right. Yeah, so it worked out. Dude, it, fuck. It totally worked out. Amazing. It, timing is such a big part of this business. That is, right? I mean... Oh, yeah. Because I mean, what if you did go back and it just came against it and you didn't then had to pick and you're obligated to SNL, so... Yeah, I mean, it would have been... It, I, I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. Because obviously I'd rather be on camera and that show is so cool like Dream Corp is just such yes. a cool it's funky also to thing. get in bed with Adult Swim and the amount yeah. of yeah. and how much you write I mean I feel like this is just like a, the you're, the foot in the door to now really create like yeah. more shows and, yeah definitely because they're you know they're very much within the family over yeah. There. yeah and then the type of show that this Dream Corp LLC full name uh, it seems like it's every time you say it like you have a little Dream Corp <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 you're reading it very carefully. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Well, I mean, it is. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. It, it <laughs> is <laughs> the title of the show. I, w- I want to make sure I no, say I appreciate it right. It. Dream Corp LLC. Okay, so um, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> nice. And a couple, couple more guys. Couple more guys. Yeah. Anyone else? Guy? I'm listening to you. Yeah. Made it weird. <laughs> Forget this. But 
the kind of show this is in terms of writing when you go into those dream sequences, you can literally have anything happen. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Like, uh, does that almost make your mind freeze up when you have too many options? Good question. Like like trying to write something? Yeah, well, it's just, when you're writing just like a straight narrative, at least there's like, oh, this makes sense logically following this scene. But Mm -hmm. when it's like, oh, then he drops through a cornfield and lands, hmm, a uh, tiger pit, a uh, bowl of <laughs> spaghetti, uh, his childhood home. Like, there's yeah. what's funnier. Like, yeah, exactly. But, but what makes sense of the scene? Like, and what you, isn't random for random sake? You know, right? And and you and you literally have any kind of option. And then now, do you have an idea when you write something like that uh, of what it's going to look like? And then you kind of describe it to the animators, or do they just take? No, it that on? Daniel is like uh, he's definitely like a visionary in that. And I know that mm-hmm. sounds lame to say, but like he knows what he wants. So a lot of those dream things are from his ideas, or like I want it to go here to here to there. Um, and obviously, I mean, it was just him and uh, Chris, this guy Chris, who uh, wrote the, and me who wrote the six episodes. So it wasn't like. There wasn't a lot of people to answer to, and he's kind of staring the ship. How was that? It was just great. Have a small writer's room, right? That was. It's I mean, it was ideal. super casual. We yeah. were just at like Danny's apartment, like just sitting around. You know, we'd write for like three, four hours, and then like smoke a little weed and write for another hour, and then be like, okay, we can't write anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's always that a buffer a period after you smoke <laughs> yeah. where you feel like what you're coming up with is still legit. Yeah, and then it gets to a point to where there's just there's. A few more ums in between everything um, you say. Wait, well, yeah, where were we? Yeah, uh, where were we? Um, and then like, and then and then maybe like even twenty forty five seconds of silence. Uh huh. And then somebody goes, so uh, right uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Want to meet back? Yeah, right, ten a.m. tomorrow. Yeah, 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 let's do this. I I would I would think that in order to write a show like this, there isn't a drug you shouldn't be doing. Like <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I mean, I, at least to like pull from. Like, I really want to do ayahuasca. Like, I want to do. We've we've talked to some people. Yeah, really. Susan Sarandon and or a buddy of mine who uh, has a, a weed pen company that has done it twice. And actually, I'll send you the link to the episode and listen to yeah. his breakdown, and then decide maybe if you. want Oh to really? Do it. Yeah. I mean, it sounded intense. At one point, yeah. didn't he say he was trying to kill himself outside of his body? <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but right. it wasn't too far from that. Yeah. So he did, but then he did it again. He's like, I would, I could, yeah. I try to kill myself again. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much when they when they talk about like, oh, uh, whenever whenever there's a story of uh, like someone with the American Indians, like you must go on a vision quest. It's like that's what they were yeah. doing. Last a couple or more. Listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all <of> American Indians, <laughs> if they're not if they're not really mad about the oh, World Series God. and <laughs> having Chief Wahoo as the mascot, then yeah, they're mad. Do a fucking <laughs> stroke Indian victim, and we, we might just. Have to shut down shop. <laughs> My name is Talk So Slow. There it is. There you go. And we got it. And no and one's listening. Hey. That's at Funny Brad on, on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so do uh, do um, Krasinski and Merchant have? Were they around a bunch? To uh, Krasinski was around when we taped the pilot and gave a lot of creative notes on um, on the show, like as a whole. Actually, uh, Daniel was telling me they had a phone call with Adult Swim, and Krasinski was on it, and Merchant was on the phone. This was like very early on in the development phase, and he goes, uh, "You went from uh, not being on the show completely to uh, to eventually becoming the president of the company in the show." He's like, just from what Krasinski said. Because they were like, yeah, so we love the show, but uh, Nick is like, is Nick's character necessary? Like, we're just not sure. Like, you know, every, there's all these wild big characters, and like, does he fit in this world? We're not really sure. And I think like Daniel's like, oh shit, like, the ruse is up. 
And then Krasinski like jumped in, was like, I played this character for eight years on The Office. Like, this is the character that the audience sees through. Like, yes. he's the audience's you're, eyes. Like, you're you need, the straight man. Yeah. yeah. And then they were like, yeah, yeah. So, okay, cool. And the next thing was like, well, maybe he should be like the leader of it. <laughs> it <laughs> wow. went like full swing. Wow. Yeah. Were, you on, were, were you on this call? No, I got, Daniel told me about it later. Oh, I was like, geez. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine being on that call? <laughs> like, okay, so I'm cut out of the show and then... Fuck, I'm in every yeah. episode. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, cool. Yeah, what else? Keep yeah, talking, Krasinski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Merchant gave like extensive, extensive script notes that were all like spot on. Just because awesome. like the, the world got so convoluted and large with like these other companies underneath this major company. Like they're all doing this weird like pseudoscience and they were all like kind of at odds with each other and Merchant was like, no, 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 no. Like strip all that away. No, 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 no. Strip it all away. <laughs> like, and he got down to like the bones of it, which was just brilliant. Now, now he's actually British, so he didn't work. So no, that yeah, British that people should his. not be offended. All right, <laughs> <laughs> and he voices the that robot Terry. Ter- Terry is uh, uh, that character. He's great, right? It's just like because you can do. It, it's kind of like all right, Terry is if your iPad hated you. Yeah, <laughs> so like that's that's what that character is. He's a robot having an existential crisis. Uh, and I think one of the episodes is deals entirely with him, and he's very depressed because it's his birthday. I mean, the show gets really weird. Uh, but that that's a, a not a, a Henson robot. Jim Henson Company built Terry. Shut the fuck. How much do you think a robot like that costs? I have no I uh, mean, your entire budget. Uh, I don't know what the budget was, but the robot cost ninety thousand dollars. Nine, and oh, yeah. it's just like Dude, a thing. Company. I mean, That's the most expensive on, character on the show. Absolutely. <laughs> like no yeah. one else. That robot made more money than all of us <laughs> combined. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to. Do you want a drink, by the way? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm okay. good with water. Thanks. Um, and that is also a transition. And we'll come back and talk more about the show. Oh, but yeah. I want to talk about your recent drunk history appearance. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite show on TV. And I was very pumped to see you back. Oh, thanks. And just as drunk. Uh huh. Yeah, just as drunk. And you told me, uh, you told me <laughs> at the Laugh Factory a few weeks ago that, and we can say, t- yeah, say, sorry, t- yeah, yeah, that, uh, and think if, um, stop me if I'm misquoting that you said I um, took a drink, like started to tell the story, and then, yeah, I, and uh, then woke up. Yeah, basically, <laughs> the first time around, I, I, I was like really nervous. So I got like kind of drunk before they got there, and right. I kind of remember it slowly, like building over time, you right. know. And, and then, but I remember like some most of it. And then this time, I was more nervous. I was like, "Oh, I'm chasing this like dragon of the last time I was on the show. I want it to be super fun." And uh, I started telling the story, and then I don't remember anything <laughs> other than them like administering oxygen at the end of the night. <sighs> But do they do that all the time, or they didn't do it the first time? Okay, they have uh, medics on hand, but they're not always being used. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah they, they they make you blow. I don't remember what I blew. They make you blow before they right, the right, host, you, homeless. Yeah, dude. you ah. blow the host. You blow the producer, <laughs> uh, and then a breathalyzer. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then you, <laughs> and that's just the name of the stripper. And they're like, "Whoa, this guy's got this guy's got too much semen in him. He's not ready for this." <laughs> uh, and yours was legends. Yeah, mine was a, a what's his fucking name? Now I can't. I, how am I supposed <laughs> yeah. to remember that? <laughs> yeah, this guy. Retell who, the story sober. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's some Tom, Tam. I don't know what his name was. <laughs> Polly Pocket. It was Polly Pocket, yeah, yeah, yeah. smallest person alive. Right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was some guy who jumped off waterfalls and, and then died doing that. Of course. <laughs> like, how does, else does that story end? Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Does uh is uh, does Derek facilitate? Like he's peppering in as you're drinking, right? Or is it? Kind yeah, of, yeah. He's like, like if you get off course with the story. Does he kind of be like, "Hey, man!" And then this happened. 
Well, he does that a little bit, but I don't remember any of it. Right. I think he's like, why don't you tell us about this? You know, mm-hmm. and you definitely tell the story like three or four times. Right. Because um, you get progressively more drunk and then in the cut, like it's. Yeah, yeah. Because at the beginning, you can't cause somebody, you can't be totally fucked up to start the story. Well, he said that. He was like, we used to tell people, like, you know, drink a little bit, and then we'll show up. And then the, the first season, they'd show up, and everybody was plastered. <laughs> and they would have to reshoot, like, these stories because oh, they God. just didn't have anything to use. Yeah. So yeah. The first one, they're like, have a drink or two, tops. And then we'll take a break. We'll do some shots. We'll film some, like, kitchen shit. And then you keep going. Now, uh, we all went to USC. Yeah, that's right. Fight on Fight Trojans on. In, the, in, in the room. Uh, big party school. Yeah, was, is it? Yeah. Okay, I, I mean, I hey, thought so. I heard we were like in the top 20 when we were there. Really? I, I remember going and to I'm a, saying that based yeah. on just me saying that. Like, yeah, I, don't know I heard you say that we are in the top 20. <laughs> yeah, that, my source is Adam Ray. Uh-huh. You know, and, I'm going to look uh, it up right now. Uh, I remember going to a frat house party where they brought in sand and made it a beach party and the entire, uh, yeah. the entire floor of the frat house was sand. Yeah, that was fun. I, did you guys party at frats much? I didn't. Uh, you were in a I frat. Was in a frat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Adam was in a frat. But I you, was an honorary frat member because I didn't want to join one because I could get in all the parties. Right, so why limit yourself? Yeah, because uh, I would just walk up and be like, oh, we need a midget in our party, and yeah. then, I, then I'd be in. Yeah, you're in. But you're like a hot girl. <laughs> you have all the benefits of being a man and all the benefits of being a hot girl. It, yeah, yeah, so uh, I get paid more, and uh-huh. uh, and then I get my drinks for free. Uh-huh. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> USD was a top five party school in 2013. Top five? In 2013. What's that, what else is on that? Arizona? Uh, ASU. BYU. BYU. Big boozy. <laughs> Mormons. Wow, and by the way, the picture is a picture of two USC girls. Like one, well, they're cheerleaders. One's bent over, the other one's spanking the other one. That's like the the picture for the article. All right, anyway, um, get so distracted by that. <laughs> I did. Uh, Let's take a quick ten. <laughs> Adam, uh, Adam, please pull your pants up. All right, here's the list. It is okay. West Virginia, sure. Then University Whatever. of Wisconsin. Okay. University that, of Colorado. Those make. Oh yeah, weeds legal. USC yeah. number four. Wow, Florida State University number five. Wow, University of Texas number six. We're ahead, we're we're ahead of Florida State. That's a, yeah, that's cool. That's an accomplishment. Louisiana ahead State University. Yeah, Louisiana State University number seven. University of Georgia number eight. Arizona State number nine. Always uh, yeah. and number ten. <laughs> ITT Tech. And I did not think that they would make the list, but fucking. <laughs> hey, you, you know what? You got it. It's you, a lot you of fun. Drink. Everybody's got to drink. Those guys work hard. Did yeah. you have any? Uh, so you partied a lot. We were both in the theater school. Yeah. Uh, and there were some, I mean, a lot of great theater school house parties. Yeah, that, there was like like Daze's house. Yeah, nonstop house party. Patrick Adams. Patrick house. Adams. Yeah, I think Beck didn't Beck live with them for a little bit. No, uh, I don't know if Beck lived with them. You guys? Oh no, Beck together. took over their apartment when they That's when right. they left. Yeah, he had a bunch of good parties. Uh, yeah, and then I then we all lived together, but not in that place. Oh wait, that's right. Because I remember going to a party, you guys. Yeah, house. we had Scarf Street. Yeah, yeah, and you had a really cool backyard, like yeah. uh, patio thing. Yeah, so that weird. Was, yeah, that we had this full backyard and this full front yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, that was a great house. That was a great house. Do you feel like you um, drank a lot in college, and that you're you feel glad that you got out of it? Because I think about sometimes how much I partied in college. Not like every night, but I go. There was for sure a chunk of time where i'm like oh is that can the body take that much it yeah. did but like yeah it, the body is a, a magical machine it really is especially at age 19 20 21 yeah it's a, it's they can a recover fucking, yeah it can recover nicely yeah no there's booze filter i know i've got some stories where i go oh yeah when i woke up in a place and i had no idea how i got there yeah yeah it, those were like huh 
Glad I didn't die that night. That night. I guess yeah. I'm looking for one of those. Do you have any of those uh, I'm memories? I think. I mean, we we did a lot of like stealing golf carts and stuff. Like we would like drink and then like steal like athletic department golf carts and then drive them back to Scarf and then we'd all load in it and drive it back to camp. Like we just did stupid shit. We once had we stole like a giant a giant balloon arch and mm-hmm. then. This was like wait for, uh, like a car dealership type yeah but it was there arch? must have been some ceremony on campus yeah which is like was. yeah there always was and so we took it and walked it all the way back to Daze's place and then I was like I like called Daze I was like get everybody over we're having a balloon party tonight <laughs> and it <laughs> so and call it sense. You, you don't even know what that sentence means no but, but it made but you just know sense. yeah you're like well obviously we have a bunch of balloons balloon party okay yeah Daze's yeah. like balloon party got it check <laughs> and it was just all these people jammed in this house like the living room probably is about this size maybe a little bit smaller but you couldn't even move it was just balloons, balloons. <laughs> it was like being in a ball pit like <laughs> yeah. you know the dream of like sinking down in a ball pit it was yeah. that it was so amazing wow trying to, i mean we just we built a bar at scarf street like we had a bar built in so That's incredible so we had a it, it was sunday fun day yeah monday Maybe Monday? that was fun day too. <laughs> yeah, that was also Monday because we were we didn't have that yeah, much time. Yeah, maybe to be it was creative. Monday fun. Well, they, Saturday and Sunday was the weekend, so you yeah. just snack yeah. on the weekend. So yeah, Monday fun day, Tuesday booze day, uh, Wednesday we had some trouble, so we went with the Spanish word uh, miércoles cerveza diez. Uh, <laughs> Thursday was definitely a stretch. Thursday bars day, uh, and then Friday it's the weekend. So Friday yeah. was high day, I think. But you know, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I mean. There you sure go. There's some boozies. I'll, I'll think of some boozy stories as we go. <laughs> uh, what about when you guys would do uh, Comedus Interruptus? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you ever we... drink during the day? Which, by the way, to let people know, that was, I mean, bas- I mean, the improv, Beck, yeah. Bennett, Kyle Mooney, yourself, uh-huh. which then became Good Neighbor. Yeah. Uh, who, it was the premier improv sketch team on campus, and you guys were fucking incredible. Thanks, Which man. is why when Good Neighbor formed and the videos were so amazing, I was like, I felt very privileged. I was like, yeah, man, I knew this was going to happen. Like, I knew like, people were like, Called it. people that I didn't uh, uh, know or that I would, or, or that I knew that were like, have you heard of this group, Good Neighbor? Have you seen a sketch? I was like, yeah, man, they're fucking incredible. And I'm friends with them. And I knew they were going to do you this. You got like indignant about it? Oh, yeah, dude. Cause, like, I was just so Anytime proud of it. Anytime somebody like jumps on something late, you're like, yeah. <laughs> for with of anything. Yeah. Yeah, Stranger you, Things is awesome. Yeah. The fuck is wrong with you? I've, I've been watching Stranger Things for five years. Yeah. Like, where the fuck were I you? I knew Stranger Things when it was just a little Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, Keith Sweat's one of the greatest R&B singers of all time? Oh, okay. Oh, cool, thanks. Oh, yeah. Thanks for telling me, 1995. <laughs> uh, but you guys would perform in the uh, quad at USC. Yeah, we perform Fridays, I think, at noon or one. Right. Uh, I'm way, sure we drank before that a little bit, but you, I mean, none of us had Friday classes, so we would wake up at, like, Scarf Street Maybe have like a beer, but yeah. we weren't like drinking heavily then. Some people realize what you were doing. You were an improv comedy troupe that would go into the big intersection on campus where all the people yeah, were all right walking. Tommy Trojan, yeah, uh, and then which is the big statue, and then you would just start doing an improv show and gather crowds. Yeah, yeah. And for people that didn't know what was going on, that had to look incredibly weird. Because, yeah, because all of a sudden it's just a uh, it's just a bunch of kids going. All right, so we got all right, guys. We're gonna start the show right now. Cool. Uh, we need a job from you. Job? What's not? What's an occupation? What do you do for a living? By the way, this was Brad's audition for the group. Which yeah, is yeah, he, he didn't I, mean, I didn't make it. Go, I don't know why. <laughs> an improv guy does. Hey yeah. guys, you clap. Who we are clapping now? I feel I just clap off rhythm. All right. Is that, is I'm that what scream we do? Loud. We can't. Louder. We the back what's a room? job? Somebody tell me what a job is. <laughs> uh, someone tell me what a job is. I'm probably not gonna have one ever. Yeah. So I don't want to have a job. 
No. Okay. But like, just the fact, because hey, you Indian kid, do an Indian voice. Because <laughs> like, I've done, I've done. Stand- I'll bring it up I've in my been- podcast years later. Yeah. All material. I've done stand-up shows at colleges where they didn't announce to the students that there was going to be a stand-up show, and all and all yeah. and all of a sudden it's just like yeah, in the cafeteria. Yeah, and all of a, they're like, all right, and they just hand, and they just hand you the microphone. And you're like, go. And you're like, what? And there's people with their laptops like, ah, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and they just hate you. So, like, was that I mean, scary doing that? I, I, you just, I guess in a way, it kind of allows you to just not care as much because mm-hmm. before that, we would, like, dance, we'd sing this crazy song and dance around the quad, like, to get the crowd. That never got a crowd, but, like, so you're just, like, screaming this song, like, at last, it's Friday afternoon, you're done with class, you're free. It's really lame now that I'm singing it again. <laughs> uh, and then you just run over and we do this, like, song thing. So... I mean, and after a while, people caught on. So there would be people like who would sit and have their lunch there and wait for it. And then there was like engineering students who walked by who don't have fucking time for that shit. And we yeah. just like give you the stink eye, like, what are these theater nerds I'm doing? I'm changing the world, you asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm playing a mad doctor. <laughs> yeah. Would uh, um, how long had you done improv? prior to that or was that your first taste of um i had done it a little i transferred to usc from moore park college that's right so i did it a little bit at moore park and a little i mean i was always in theater so there's always a little bit of improv you're from out here yeah i'm from yeah. thousand Oaks. that's right where are you from seattle seattle that's right yeah uh, yeah just look at the logo that he'll be wearing on his body at all times it's uh-huh. in yeah so, it's on in the uh, some way shape or form on the banner too I rock it you know no i appreciate that uh I don't Do have, you have any- a Moore Park College hat or something. Uh, yeah, that's in my car. Well, I could take the uh, the car decal off. <laughs> I got a body wrap on my car, <laughs> Moore Park College. So, how was that experience, real quick? That was great. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I, I was just doing like uh, you know weird like philosophy classes and doing the plan plays. was to do that and then train. Yeah. yeah, well, I d- you know what I was, I was like an actor forever, and you know some somewhat six you know not like famous or anything but i worked a lot as a kid and as a yeah. teenager and then i was like i'm going straight to high school i didn't act at all or you know i didn't audition for anything professionally went to high school and then just senior year i was like i'm just gonna get back into acting i live really close to la so i didn't apply to anywhere and then all my friends were going to moore park anyway like yeah, i just go to moore park we went to moore park and then i was like oh fuck i should apply somewhere so i just applied in junior college essentially gotcha yeah but I forgot why we started talking about Moore Park College. We were talking about SC and, and uh, before your first Oh, yeah, improv. improv and stuff. Yeah, so I got in, and at Moore Park, I was taking some classes at Groundlings, and then shortly after, I started taking classes at UCB. and uh, So I had a little bit of experience yeah. with it. Um, so you, you are there, were there other kids that you went to Moore Park with? that like When you left, was it like, you're getting out, man. Like, good luck on the other side. Take me with you. Or park forever. Or, like, I mean, was it... You're going to need this. I mean, <laughs> handing me, like, a rabbit's foot. Did you guys all get, like, matching face tattoos or something? Yeah, I got makeup covering mine. Oh, uh, yeah. well done. Well done. And Moorberg was really cool. Like, I had a lot of friends who yeah. I'm still friends with who, nice. uh, who went there. Yeah, and then you were doing stand-up at USC as well. Only senior year I started doing it because Eric Truel's uh, solo oh, performance God. class... Eric, I, it, I took that did, class. Did, yeah, I think we, that might have been when we met. Yeah, uh, we met, and that's where we it was. Nick Young was in that class, maybe, and then he always played a crackhead. Yep, that sounds right. <laughs> God, I wish yeah, I that was that my class. favorite part of that class. Oh man, that, that everything was great about that. I miss yeah. class in general just because everybody's an idiot. You know, I'm not saying I'm not an idiot, no, but I just I love hearing idiots' questions. Oh, there was, course, there yeah. was this. Uh, there, yeah, uh, Nick and I took this solo performance class, and the teacher was a failed actor who it, it was like a drinking game 
you you could take a shot when he brought up his one man show that he did in like the seventies that was like running yeah uh, or like it was like a student film yeah he would like roll with like Bogosian and all these like kind of like new agey performance <laughs> artists but the class wasn't stand up but it definitely lent itself to because if it was just like like. I came home to my father, and then you would like change stances really quick and say, right. "Son, you have to get a job." And I turned to my father and I said, and then you'd like look the other way and, like, "No, Dad, I'm an artist." Like that's what they wanted you to do. Yeah, the, the ba- basically they wanted you to be like a side cut from Family Guy, like yeah. or or that or that sketch from SNL where like it's the music. Oh yeah, and everyone stops. Well, Fred Armisen did like solo performance. Like he had a character that is exactly it. It's just like so pretentious, and you're like doing these voices, and you're so proud of yourself the whole time. (laughs) But I I just started telling stories. I'm sure you did the same thing, and was like, and I always wanted to stand up. So this is kind of why I took it. And then uh, yeah, from that I just started doing. Then I remember shows. Then I remember hosting the. USC yeah. stand-up comedy yeah. competition. This is and, after I graduated. Yeah. Because my senior year, by the way, um, you did stand-up on my show, remember? Remember my senior year, I did some like variety show? Oh, yeah, at Ground Zero? Yes, at Ground Zero. Ground I Zero, still have that tape, by the Ground way. Ground Zero Coffee that. House, which was... Right, it, not the uh, it, site it, of the infamous... <laughs> oh, uh, God. <laughs> remember I did that stand-up show? <laughs> at Ground Zero? Oh, my God. At the Ground Zero Memorial? <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I just want people to be clear. By the way, it would make sense that you were like, I don't really remember, man. <laughs> I blocked that brother. out. Yeah, don't, don't bring it up. Fuck. <laughs> remember this weird variety show with a clown? Yeah. Nobody was into it. I was being like, okay, give me a job. Give yeah, me a job. Anybody know by People were crying. I was like, "That's not the right uh, feeling." The uh, the, uh, gra- the Ground Zero Coffee House was named long before September 11th. Yeah, so yeah but they never be- changed it. They, they really should have. <laughs> no, yeah, they definitely should have. Yeah. it was like the one venue where there was a lot of um, you know singer songwriter things. It was like open mic nights. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. cool. Really good venue. And so I did that stand up show um, where I very like boldly did like an hour of stand up, and then I think <laughs> you did like fifteen twenty to yeah. open it. And then I did some songs, and then uh, Beck and John Darden did some sketches with me. I did like four sketches. No way! You have a tape of that? Yes, I'll find it. Oh, it's that's it's deep shit. in the in the bellows. Yeah, is that a word? The, uh, uh, it, it is now. Yeah, right. Isn't bellows the right word? Uh, the bungalows. The bungalow. It's deep in the bungalows. Deep in the bellows. <laughs> bellows is like a thing that like uh, <laughs> powers an organ. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a, a fire. Like, yeah. Like it's a, a bellow. Like a, like, deep like in the woods. Box. Is that what I wanted to say? I don't know. There's a fancy way to say woods. I know. And I that's know, what I meant. I, to I know say. what you're trying to say, but I'm lo- I'm at a loss. Deep in the dungeon. I, that that doesn't sound good. <laughs> that's like a porno I rented last week. Archives. I mean, I know that's not weird. Norman, will you look up the definition of bellows? I love how we all have Google right in front of us. I'm like, Norman. No, I mean, he needs something to do. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, that... Uh, oh, man, uh, I would love that, to see that. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull up and send you a link. For yeah. sure, that comedy contest. So, and you won that. I won it. I yeah. won it, Russell man. Peters and Jeff Ross yeah. were judges. Yeah. And uh, I hosted it. Yeah. Brad hosted it. Yeah. And, and, and some other SC... I, and then I remember the prize was like you got to open up at the improv for someone and you essentially never got that until you actually started opening up for people at the improv no, on I your think own. it was I, it was uh, either Ice House or something. It was yeah. uh, like but in Brea. It was a Brea improv. I yeah. Think. Yeah, but I lived in New York at the time. Like I had graduated and I moved to New York <laughs> and then that guy who put it together had me come back and I came back for a week mm-hmm. and did this show and I was like, I'm not performing in Brea. I'm living in New York. This is not, And it never happened. It never <laughs> Ever, ever happen. Oh, shit. Shots fired, Bray Improv. Yeah, so, seriously. Yeah, so we should finally cash in. I know, that and... That uh, seven-minute spot. Did you ever do um, <laughs> did you ever do an Uncle Clyde contest at a Ice Yes. Hall? No, but I heard of them. I did that. I did it and uh, got to, like, the final, you know, whatever the main stage show was, and uh, 
I had this bit at the time where I was talking about <laughs> the clapper. And, yeah. Hey, you love clapping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm bored. It's like that? <laughs> yeah. Hey, everyone. Hey, how do you turn the light on? Yeah, yeah, yeah like that. Anyway, the, the improv show. Yeah, you come on up. Uh, it involved like hitting the wall at some point, and you know, okay. the, you know, the ice house has that big mural in the back, like yes. a big passing the mural. So I get to that part, and it was like this electric crowd is going so well, and uh, I hit the wall. I hit it once, and the second hit, my fist just goes through the wall oh. and puts like a oh hole God. in the fucking mural <laughs> no. at the ice house. And the owner, whatever his name is was sitting there watching these like new comics and I, yeah. this was my big break and I was watching him everybody who would come down the aisle after their sets he would shake their hand and be like oh I'm, I'm whatever his name is what is his name Sean I don't no know. no no the owner um, it, sound, oh, it oh, sounds like a comedy Jan. club owner Jan oh I thought it was a guy back then it might have been somebody no people. Jan is a guy yeah. Jan Jan yeah. Fisher or something like that Bob Fisher Bob, Bob Fisher Bob Fisher yeah, doesn't that sound like that's a guy right. who owns a comedy it club does, yeah. yes. Bob Fisher Bob Fisher yeah. hey come, come see do. my funnies <laughs> <laughs> come do five minutes so he uh, was shaking everybody's hand, and then after punching a hole in his wall, I like walked right by him and like definitely like kind of paused, and he just like looked at me, and then looked to the stage, and was like, "All right, I'm uh, done." Yeah. And you have, have you been back to the ice house? I have, but okay. only for podcasts, <laughs> not for wall punching, <laughs> not for wall punching. I think I called him the next week, of and course. I was like, "Hey, you know, I do. I, I I'm pretty handy. I know some drywall work. I can't paint, but I'll happily. You know, nice. I was just trying to like yeah, throw sure. a bone." And he was like, yeah, I think we're good. Thanks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bob. Sorry, punk-ass kid punching walls yeah. and holes in my wall. It must have been a weak spot. It's not, yeah. It wasn't like in a violent punch. Like maybe that was the last thing he did with his grandfather was like build that yeah. side of the wall. <laughs> that was the last brush stroke. And his grandpa right said when he was on his deathbed, just don't let anybody punch. The- Protect the wall. <laughs> Protect the wall. And then he just hears this ghost going, avenge me. A ratty curly-haired boy will try to destroy the wall. Do your best to protect it. <laughs> Don't shake his hand. <laughs> Terrify him. I mean, uh, and so you met uh, Beck and Kyle in college then? Yeah, we met. Uh, we all got into Comedus and Reptus at the same time. Oh, nice. We, uh, we all auditioned together, and they do this crazy six-week audition process. And then there was a fourth guy. They do like a six-week workshop. Yeah. And then at the end of six weeks, they say, okay, we're going to keep you two. And you two... Thanks for nothing, you know. Thanks for everything, but we're good. So like, they would really take up a chunk of your semester, and so there was four of us: me, Beck, Kyle, and this other guy. Mm-hmm. And he, and I mean, he's a very sweet guy, but he didn't make it. And for a while, I was like, this guy must hate himself. Like, oh, I was so close oh, yeah. <laughs> because Beck, Kyle, and I got along like immediately, and yes. we're like immediately best buds. And he was like this outlier. Oh. Yeah, but he's great. Did he live yeah. in the bellows. <laughs> he lives in the bellows. <laughs> Which, by yeah. the way, real quick, bellows. A device with an airbag that emits a stream of air when squeezed together with two handles used for blowing air into a fire. Number two, an object or device with concentrated uh, concert... Uh, I don't know that word. I've never seen that word before. <laughs> God, now I'm bringing it Concert- up. Yeah, I Either it's a too. misspell in the definition or I've never seen that word. Norman, how do you pronounce that word? Number two. Concertinated? Concert- uh, you know what? I was going to make fun of you, but now I-, I don't know that word either. Damn it. <laughs> All right, now we gotta we gotta look oh, at the man. definition of a word in a definition. <laughs> oh wow. Concertinade? Is that it? I, I don't know. It That's sound, what it looks like. Sounds right. Concertinade. Yeah, right. con- concertinade sides. Isn't it fun when one definition leads you to another definition? <laughs> are there just a ton of words out there that are pretending to be words? Yeah, definitely. Says I'm, the stupidest yeah. guy ever, by the way. That's that's what, the, that's what all the dumb <laughs> guys say. Are there words that aren't words, but that are words? So all right, Oh, you so know the, what it's from? Concertina. 
Oh. Concertinaed. Okay. Something that Adam folds. said without knowing yeah. what that truly meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, concertina. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Wikipedia says a, bellow, a bellows or pair of bellows is a device constructed to furnish a uh, strong blast of air. Great. And there's not a third definition someplace you keep old video cassettes? <laughs> Well, there should Deep be. Deep in the bellows. <laughs> put, that, put that in Urban Dictionary. <laughs> um, yeah, so when you guys meet, it's just instant buddy friendship yeah, chemistry. Yeah, they have like, um, when we got the call, like, oh, you guys are all on Comedas together. Uh, they do this like long, kind of hazy, like going through, you know, break into the stacks and then there's a clue in a book. And like when you leave, the alarm will go off, so just fucking book it. And then like a lot of like borderline illegal stuff you have to do around campus in this long, like scavenger hunt essentially yeah. so we did all this stuff and like we broke through broke out of the library and the alarm goes off and we're like let's go to your dorm so we run to kyle's dorm and we sit there and then we just start like drinking we're like oh let's just hang out here for a minute and we're just drinking and like laughing and having a good time and then eventually like one of the guys from the crew the group like probably billy calls us and goes where are you guys are, are you doing the uh you doing the scavenger hunt like, yeah yeah we're just uh, having a drink and they're like you're supposed to be doing the scavenger hunt. yeah yeah we'll get to it so like we were immediately just inseparable that's amazing yeah uh and then so then after graduation which by the way who spoke at your graduation do you remember i don't remember because mine was well i mean there was a theater school one but like the main one i don't, I don't know if remember. you went to the main one i did go to the main one i don't remember who spoke Neil armstrong it. was mine which is why i asked because i feel like sc pulled some pretty cool people. yeah it must have been somebody cool but it wasn't that cool wasn't wasn't, it? wasn't somebody been to space hey guys what's it like to graduate <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You didn't graduate. No. I remember you talking about not graduating. Yeah. Well, Brad, it's crazy. They basically just they go up there. They have you do a couple like really inappropriate stroke voices, and they go, <laughs> "I would have been perfect <laughs> that's what for I'm that, saying, man." You missed that. Yeah, man. Then they give you a, a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> it was one of my first jokes. Actually, it was commenting on. I should still do it, but it was basically because Neil Armstrong doing that graduation, and you know, I'm obviously like heightening the uh, event, but it was more or less him walking out being like. Yeah, yeah, I'm Neil Armstrong, and I was on the moon. So uh, good luck topping that shit. Suck my dick, I'm out. You know, like just. But he'll never have, be me. He did have this air of like swagger to him, where it was like he kept coming back to being like, and on the being when we were on the moon, it was this and that, and it was. And I remember seeing the moon. I remember <laughs> at the end he was just like moon, 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 <laughs> moon, baby, and I'm sitting there being like, fuck, Mike. God, anything I do, like, it was kind of, yeah. I think he meant it to be inspiring, but it was really soul-crushing, because yeah. it was like, fuck, man, like, I'm not going to do that, Four years definitely. of theater? <laughs> yeah. It's not going to get me to any other planet. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm trying to get on, like, fucking Cold Case. Like, I'm definitely not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same thing. Well, I mean, I'm sure when they have you back, you can be like, when I was on According to Jim, and then yeah. there, there'll, be, right. there'll be someone in the audience going, oh, God, I'll never I'll be never. on According <laughs> to Jim. I'm just working on this AIDS cure. <laughs> I'll never make it to I'm taking an acting I'll, class. I'll never make it to according to Jim. Um, <laughs> when when do you guys did you start doing videos in at a C or uh, well, I guess they, YouTube didn't hit yeah, until. yeah. I mean, I think YouTube was around, but it wasn't really a big thing. Right. But uh, we no one knew how to them. upload when it started. Yeah, like, it was like, just not a this? thing at all. Yeah. Um, but they had we did a sketch show twice a year. So my senior year, that's right. We were doing sketches and we started shooting videos and Dave McCary would shoot all the videos and edit them and stuff. So we had this kind of perfect group because yeah. Dave was in film school and he really wanted to be a director and like a filmmaker. So By the we way, had a guy who had no interest in being on camera, which is so important. It's essential to yeah. those groups because as I would find after um, uh, when you guys became a group and started to put out so much stuff and I was like, oh man, I, I, I you know, and I was already, I'd done videos in high school and I was starting to fuck around. I was like, oh, I... I it just it pumped the um, 
uh, just ignited more of the fire of like, oh, with, I need with the bellows. <laughs> it was the bellows that ignited that fire. <laughs> that was nice. Uh, but of, of like, oh, I need I need to find my group to do that, and eventually met the Cadeglia twins. Yeah. And it's like, and, and people will be like, man, I, who do I, because it, it is so tough to uh, think of how to get that stuff together and you don't realize until you're in it, they're like, oh, having someone just to shoot and edit yeah. is like so invaluable because it's like, oh, I don't, all I have to worry about is writing and acting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so Dave was that for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was perfect. I mean, it was a perfect storm essentially. Uh, I mean, but not to dissuade somebody who wants to make shit, not to just like. Of course, you know. I mean, you try. Yeah, you can. We could film a two-person sketch, and I would film you, and you'd film me. Like it's doable, especially now. Like we had to buy a camera. We had to like beg Kyle's dad to buy us a camera. Wow. Now you like this phone is better than our first four cameras, probably. Isn't that crazy? So nuts. And I would and I would encourage all our listeners to go back and check out some of the good neighbor sketches. Look up all of them. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) My personal favorite was the 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 secret handshake that lasted. Oh, the toast. The toast. Yeah, the toast. The toast classic. Do that. That's. One of the greatest videos of all time, oh, but the greatest is the hook dinner. Unbelievable oh, thanks, dinner. Thanks. It I is, t- huh? Uh, I, did I tell you about the story behind that? No. Well, so we made this video that basically is parodying the, the imaginary dinner in, in Hook, mm-hmm. and we put it out, and like maybe three weeks later, we get an email from this woman named Summer, and she's like, hey, my name is Summer. I'm Steven Spielberg's assistant. Shut the I fuck swear to God. up. She goes, uh, Steve wanted me to pass this note on. And it said, my daughter Sasha showed me your video and I've been howling with laughter. Keep up the good work. And we we lost our fucking minds. We all carried like a printed copy in our wallet forever, like just to show people. And we were like just trying to figure out what to reply. And we wrote him back. We're like, thanks, Summer. Can you pass this note on to Steve? And we wrote uh, like, hey, Steve, we've been following your work, too. Seems like you're on the right track. Keep it up or something, you know, whatever. Oh, no doubt, you yeah. love yeah. that. And, uh, and then we told Summer like we would love to take him out for coffee or whatever. Like he's yes. a, this is a dream, of course. What a, an amazing thing! Never heard back. N- never ever heard back ever again. And then years later, like m- maybe two years ago, so like five years later or something, I was at a bar in Echo Park. I was at uh, wherever, and uh, this guy comes up to me. And he's like, "Hey, I'm like, hey, I'm I'm like Barry or whatever. Uh, Sasha Spielberg is my like best friend. Hey, did you ever get a note from Steven Spielberg?" And I was like, yeah, why? He's like, well, I showed Sasha that video, then she showed her dad, Steven Spielberg, and then he wrote you a note, uh, and then he was upset because you guys never wrote him back. Oh. Yeah, I was like, we wrote him back! We wrote him back! Like, we wrote him back right <laughs> oh my away! God. So that bitch Summer, his assistant, was like, he doesn't need this, and then just like filtered it, and he's sitting there thinking, oh, these guys just never even wrote me back. To this day! Oh. Is he a listener? I, I, you know what? Is it's, he sensitive to stroke he comedy? Deep in the bellows. Yeah. <laughs> Did he already tune out? It's, it's funny. It, it, it's Dude. funny you bring that up because uh, we ju- we ju- we just recorded a podcast with uh, Brett Ratner, who has another Steven Spielberg story, kind of like really? that. Where Maybe we could somehow get Ratner in touch with Spielberg, Spielberg and for- give him this story, just, just so you can would, finally say yeah. thank you. It, that would be, dude. That's yeah. I now want to make it a, a personal mission. Yeah, to, right. To, you have. Can't you just... I mean, I, I feel like now we have the connection. Like, I could... Yes! You just, need like, to write find... a handwritten letter. Hey, here's what happened, and we're... Dude, you know, yes. He is And we're probably... all doing okay. Yeah. And, 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 we're and, still, and we thank you. And we're still hoping that you turn your career around. Yeah. yeah and like, and we know, still, just we're still something. pulling for you. Oh, yeah, my still God. And here's my student loan yeah. account. <laughs> You just snap wanna... the finger. You can <laughs> right. knock that out. And here, and here's two scripts. Yeah. <laughs> and can I crash for a little just bit? To get, just to get you started. Do you have fifty? Oh grand? my god! Oh, fuck. Well, nuts. Yeah. 
I wonder how. Yeah, now it just makes me so curious to like. I know if if it like the guy Barry relayed it and saying like he was always wondering why they never wrote him back. I now wonder at what level of anger was he at? <laughs> like, do you think he was just like on a on a whim like two weeks later like. Hey, whatever. Uh, like, if he just right. thought of it or in a whim, like, whoa, whoa, I wonder if those guys, why they didn't write me back. Or do you think he stayed up every night? Yeah, like on the set of Polar Express, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't focus. Like, Steve, Hanks Steve, like, Steve, yeah, what, are we, yeah. uh, what are we doing here? Uh, no, sorry, I just Tom Hanks is this. asking for yeah. notes. He's like, shut up, Hanks. Shut up. Let's think about this good neighbor guy. <laughs> <laughs> they never wrote me back, Hanks. Steve, you got to drop it. Yeah. Somebody comes over, Steven. I just, we're, we're all a little concerned. You're on your phone constantly <laughs> refreshing, refreshing your email. <laughs> What gives, man? Summer's just standing right next to him like, <laughs> I'll tell you what gives. Mm. I can't imagine if Steve's watching uh, Saturday Night Live and he sees Beck Bennett going, that's the asshole I know, yeah. that never wrote wow. me back. Lauren, take him off. Take him down. <laughs> yeah, Steve guest hosts and just pitches a sketch where oh, he like, fires <laughs> That would be amazing. Yeah, uh, we gotta get we gotta get the thanks to him. Yeah, uh, we, we'll, we'll in the dig. That out. We gotta get a dig at we him. Were, this Absolutely. is a group. We're gonna figure that out. No uh, shit. But that sketch. That was one of the first ones that maybe got like a bunch of viral attention, yeah? I think so. That one, I, initially, we would, there was like this computer lab on, on campus, and none of us were in school anymore, but we would walk to the thing, wait for a student to use their ID to go in, and then we would just follow them in <laughs> and right. work on these like beautiful top of the line Macs, like just a room full of them. It was yeah. never being used. It was such a waste of money, but that's USC. And, <laughs> and we would upload a video and then we would load. Cause at that time it was like funny or die and crackle and like, yeah. you know, and like yeah. heavy, cracked. And like, yeah, break, cracked. Uh, break.com, break.com, yeah, everything. Buddy. And call, YouTube call, was one of them. Like there was college humor.com. Yeah, all, all, all of them. So you yeah. had to upload on everything. So we would upload on all of them and then we would just scroll down like literally like a Dilbert cartoon. There'd be like a bunch of, you know, four thousand dollar max lined up, and we would just hit like funny, slide over funny, slide over funny. So we would just like falsify these views wow. because funny or die had this algorithm that if it got seven hundred views like in an hour, then it made it to the front page. This is like the first like months of funny or die. So we would just do this just to get our view or our, our video seen, Geniuses. just to get it through the fat. Wow. And by the way, at that point too. The way that MySpace was so big when they started featuring video content and only having a four-box feature thing, that was huge. Yeah. Because- uh, It was everything. There weren't a lot of those sites, and so and when Funny or Die get, did get such cachet, if you were up there, people were, everybody saw it. Yeah, yeah, because everybody was using those sites. Absolutely. So that was that one got a little bit of heat, but then really it was the um, we did this. It's not, it's not even like I think it's our My worst video. Gay? No, not that. I mean that's just a beloved classic. Yeah. But uh, uh, this video called "Pregnant Jamie Lynn Speaks Out." It was like the only oh, topical that's video. The one. Yes, mm-hmm. the only topical video we ever did, and it was just like it's you being a TMZ reporter. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, there's there's Jamie Lynn, and because she got Spears. pregnant. Yeah, yeah, Jamie Lynn Spears. She got like pregnant, and it was this big thing. And then we like hired this little kid. So it's just this little girl like walking down like Rodeo and Beverly Holding Hill. Holding like a purse yeah. and looking like a 15-year-old. <laughs> yeah, and we just had her say a bunch of stuff and then we looped like the, my questions over it later. And then with a simple stupid camera trick, like she speeds away. Like she's in the driver's seat of like a, like a Range Rover. <laughs> and then like she throws her coffee cup at me and we like whip the camera and rip back up and she's like takes off down the street and almost hits a car. Anyway, Perez Hilton put that on. Yes. He like featured it and then that one got like 4 million views overnight. Fuck, I remember yeah. that. You know why I remember that? Because Perez Hilton, uh, I remember seeing that being, and that's what made me find his site. And then, um, I don't know, maybe. Now a, we're all big Perez heads. A year later. <laughs> it's my Halloween costume this year. Sure, oh, that's I'm good. Actually going I don't this. have one yet. <laughs> he then featured my Kermit the Frog, Two Girls, One Cup video. Oh, that's right. And that same thing went from like a thousand views to like six million views. Yeah. 
And then I'm like, who the fuck is this guy <laughs> that everybody... And I remember people being like, you made it. You're on Perez Hilton. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Who? <laughs> <laughs> the jizz guy? <laughs> but, oh, yeah. That's right. He kept drawing dicks on people. Yeah. I mean, it definitely. I'm sure like it puts you on the map a little bit, but it wasn't like overnight success. No, no, no. Because no. also, four million people saw that video or whatever. I don't know what it is. And then like you could see who saw that video and then went, oh, what else have these guys done? Right. Like You can track that. Yes. And it was like... 10,000 like it was literally like point zero zero one percent of people saw the video and went I like these guys what else have they done like nobody cares they're no. just like yeah consume consume the content what's next yeah like, what's nobody next looked beyond it yeah it was like I mean it got us like you know meetings and shit like that did but. you find yourself having to like get I mean just with you know the attention span of people who watch sketches like would you when you guys would do shit you're like all right let's make up things can't get longer than this like two two and a half or I mean, I think we were conscious of that, but we didn't really have a, you know, any hard rules. Right. Uh, but I think in general, like, we just kind of knew that we, n- I don't like watching a video over like three minutes long, so. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so sad, but, you know, that's just how you consume uh, things. I mean, that's why the uh, show DreamCorp LLC is so perfect. That's right. It's only three internet videos. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Brad says I wrote down some notes. Did you really watch the movie Keanu while sitting behind Keanu? Reeves? Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that tweet. I'm like, are you trying to be funny or did this actually happen? No, I I, I don't. I used to have a photo. I like took a sneaky photo of him. But going to to promote the the Adult Swim show, they flew yeah. us to Comic Con and they okay. like it was wow. like yeah, and it was great. Like New York Comic Con, like in first class, it was like wow. I don't buy first class tickets. But, was it the best? It's amazing, but like it's not. You're supposed to rest. Like you're supposed to put it into a bed and then sleep, so you're like fresh when you go to your big power business meeting. Yeah, but like there's just like multiple meals and Come snack on. breaks. Yeah. Every movie, every ever. movie ever, every drink you want, and and, the, and yeah, booze is free. Yeah, so, so you're, you're just, just like, like, well, I have to enjoy this. Yeah, you can't sleep. Like you're having yeah. such a great time. It's like this little personal party for you. Uh, but Keanu Reeves was sitting like two seats in front of me. And he was sitting next to Helen Mirren, I think. What? Holy yeah, shit. I know. It was nuts. Wow. Mary they, fuck kill. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd do, do them all. And they were just talking the whole time like they're like old buddies. And I was like, Jesus, this is so fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And then I just uh, I pulled up Keanu. Not as like, I just wanted to watch the movie. And I was like, oh, Keanu's right. They like, it only came to me like 30. I wasn't like, this will be a funny tweet. I better make it real. Yeah, like yeah. I was just like, oh, I got to see Keanu. This is perfect. And then I was like, oh, he's right there. And he's reading a book and he's watched a movie. He's just like us, man. I w- <laughs> How celebrities, they are just like yeah, us. Just I, w- like, uh, I would love to uh, hear his response if you were to walk by and be like, Psst, so you know, I watched uh, Keanu during the flight. And just leave it and leave it at that and see what he comes back. I know. I, see, I, I don't. I got so scared. Like, yeah. I never, I didn't approach him. I was like, also, you're like, uh, just act like you've been there before, you know, so you don't mm-hmm. want to, like, bug the guy. Those, those moments got to happen organically. You guys got to both be going for the bathroom at the same yeah. time. or Organically, like, I have my seatbelt off and I'm ready to jump up. <laughs> <laughs> you just run and jump right in front yeah. of him. Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, this is weird. We both reach for the handle at the <laughs> yeah. same time. Uh, I've been watching Keanu. Wait, you're Keanu Reeves. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> you sound Do you like- know Steven Spielberg? <laughs> I have a message for him. Yeah. He did, he did stand up at some point near the end of the flight and did some really great stretches. And I was like, that's cool. So then First I did- First class stretches. Yeah, so then I did that. What? Yeah. I wanted to see that. Like, hey, I stretch too, man. <laughs> I thought maybe after the flight, he'd be like, hey, I saw your stretches back there. Pretty- <laughs> pretty good stretches uh you want to be in john wick too (laughs) (laughs) there really is like you really can do whatever you want in first class right and i feel like for for people to judge you like if you were just to lay out a mat and start doing yoga in the aisle way like nobody would care 
What are no. they really going to say? There, there's a there's a famous story about uh, John Lennon would sometimes buy the entire first class just so his son could set up his train sets, and just Can so we could imagine. Like, yeah, it, just having that fuck you money. Right. That's. I, I honestly don't know how rich I would have to be if it was my own money to buy a first class ticket versus like a coach, because it's like literally four hundred dollars to go to New York yeah. first class. $8,000. Yeah. Like, it's like such it's a crazy. huge leap. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, I just could never spend that money. Yeah, because whenever I fly first class, it's always because I fly so much, I get Yeah, you, you get know, bumped, bumped up. up. Yeah, 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 which is like... That's the best. Yeah, it, it's... it's I can't tell you what that feeling is because it's like, oh, got to go to coach and they go, Mr. Williams, uh, you've been upgraded. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ding <laughs> dong, ding dong. Why, it's Christmas Day. <laughs> like, that. that's literally how it feels every single time. There's also more characters in Coach, you know? Like yeah. Some of the conversations yeah, it's a fun and world. voices I've heard, like, oh. I think I've told this story before, but I was on a flight, and I was in the middle seat, and about 20 minutes in, I heard this, this voice, and you know, sometimes you just hear a voice, and you're like, all right, at some point, I'm going to turn around to see what that voice is attached to, because that's, <laughs> sure. not, a, that's not a normal voice. That's Something's going on. Some sort of Muppet. Maybe you just heard someone say, oh, it, they've, got, they, they've got Fiesta mix. It was, <laughs> this is fantastic, by don't the way, you know? Not too far from it. <laughs> it, was kind of, it was kind of like this. It was like a gro- Bob Kane Goldthwait. <laughs> a mix between that and Grover, where it was like, eh, it was, it was, and he was talking about Trump, and he was like, I just don't, I don't agree with the, well, I'm not going to vote for him and if you and then the woman comes over to take the orders and she or, and they take out the menu right it's on Alaska Airlines there are certain flights you can get during certain times they have a very extensive yeah, very breakdown specific. right yeah. if it's on a Tuesday between 9 and 10 like you can get lasagna but not if you're going to Mexico <laughs> <laughs> it's very yeah. specific right so uh, so the guy is about to order and then she goes oh I'm sorry and she was like I need to start from this side so then she takes that whole side's order and then comes back and he's like and the guy even when she went over was like ah, he's <laughs> huffing and puffing right Just curmudgeon being a very puppet. being a very puffalump what was it again yeah but, uh, yeah yeah, puffa lump. No, the Wait, snacks. No, the kids snacks. It's a uh, no. It's a stuffed puffy mump. What was it? Puffa lumps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, that wasn't a snack. That's a toy. Yeah. I had. I. I had one of those that's things. Right. Puffa lump. Yeah. Yeah. So he's being a puffa lump. And you he, have a puffa lump in this day and age. You can't own. No, a puff well, not lump. now. You can't own the. I mean, now, now I. Figure, I'm going back to racial slavery. I figure like a <laughs> puffa lump is just. An idea. I got a lot of puffa lump friends. <laughs> So he comes back and he goes, I'm Puffle up lives matter. I will. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Jimmy's half puffle up. <laughs> He's a lump. You're going to vote for the first puffle up president? <laughs> so then he goes, uh, so he goes, I will have the uh, cheese plate, please. And she goes, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. We just, I just oh, gave out no. the last two. Oh. And he goes, what? He goes, but you started to take my order, and then you went to that side, and just starts breaking it down. And she goes, sir, if you want to guarantee the item on the flight, you know you can go online and pre-order the item. That way you're guaranteed to have it on the flight, and you don't have to run into this situation. He takes off his glasses. So, so starts, by the way, I'm like, watch this all on the side. And he goes, I'm not going to pre-order a goddamn cheese plate. <laughs> I agree with him, though. No yeah, one's doing that. Yeah, 1,000%. I'm laughing. But I like this move, taking the glasses off. Uh, We're getting serious. Just to, and you know, He's fucking really like an Alec Baldwin line. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to order a goddamn <laughs> cheese plate. Dude, I felt like doing a slow clap or standing up and being sure. like, preach, brother man, or yeah. whatever, you know. And uh, and so, anyway, that was on coach. You're not getting that rundown get in no. first no. class. Uh, no. no, one time I woke up from a nap in coach, and the guy that was sitting next to me was listening to my headphones. 
<laughs> my headphones had been cool. laying on the tray. He decided, oh, well, he was having a good time listening to that. I'm going to listen. We're talking earbuds, right? Like, yeah. He's popping them in his ear. Yes. Yeah. My earbuds in his ear. Uh-huh. And uh, he, I was just like, and the, 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 the look I got on my face, I wish I had a camera on it because it my eyes probably got as wide as saucers. Just like, the fuck are you, <laughs> are you doing? I think, I, I, did you confront him? Yes. <laughs> like, those are mine. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. And just takes him out like, oh, here, you, you, you can have him back now. That is so weird. A, oh, what? yeah. Are you ready for him back? Keeping him warm. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, yeah, I thought you might like my ear waxing. I'm going to start doing that. Just like when somebody goes to the bathroom, grab their book, and when they come back, like. <laughs> just start gonna, it's good. You hooked on it? Cause, uh, Here's what you missed it. in chapter two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read the last chapter first. Uh, boy, not worth it. <laughs> well done. Uh, I want to know uh, before we wrap up. Um, uh, done the road a uh, bunch right with Bobby Lee yeah Bobby and, uh, Lee kneeling a little bit right kneeling a little bit um, I don't know I don't know I have like regular people Nick Thune a lot actually yeah. yeah do you enjoy the road I do I want to do it more I yeah. need to do it more mm-hmm. alright why well I'm about a- to hit the road a bunch yeah I really want I'm actually looking for some uh, oh, that'd be dope alright yeah, right. yeah. Um, what do you love about it what do you hate about it um, what do you love love about it I just love the I just love I love the the doing like two you know what if it's feature set like half hour or twenty five minutes or yeah. whatever a night like that's just so invaluable. Don't get those it's in LA. so fun. You don't get that in L. A. You grow so much from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's like really the main thing. I mean, I just like traveling too. I just really love yeah. going to these towns and like having fun days. Like, like it's the best when I was in a. I was in Indianapolis at Crackers, and then Ron Funches was in at the other Crackers. Oh, uh, yeah. So we just like got Thai food all the time, it's like the saw movies. Like I just love it. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 there is a weird thing about if you see that another comedian is in your town. Like, we live in the same city. Yeah. But if you're in the same road town at the same time, you're like, we have we to hang out. We are spending a lot of time together. We have to hang yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and I've had many weekends where I just like look up what, whatever other club is there. It's like, oh, Andy Kindler's here. Yeah, I'm gonna ahead. hang out with Andy Kindler. I would never say that in Los Angeles. No, no. but the, the fact that we're both in Colorado at the same time, fuck it, we're hanging out. And then I'll, I always have a great time doing it. It's, we always say we need to do it more in LA, and then it never happens. It's so fun. Yeah, it's because it's like adult summer camp. You know, like yeah. it's like that goodbye. I'll, we'll, we'll hang out in LA is like see you next summer. Yeah, you know, just or have it. a cool summer. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, we're not hanging out over summer. No. And uh, yeah, it, it's it, it's so random and so strange. You and you and you try to like come up with the best things to do in the town you compare yeah. notes it's always about restaurants yeah <laughs> always about restaurants um or like uh, you ever go to the mall of america you ever do house of comedy damn rick, right rick bronson's rick bronson's house of comedy uh, that one's great yeah because you, you have a fucking mall of america yeah you there. have an amusement park right there yeah so you get to ride the spongebob ride mm-hmm. i'm surprised they haven't built a mall like that in every city i know right why Min- why minnesota like why because it's so cold, you got to be indoors. Yeah, I think. Yeah, then you might be right. Because like, there's one of those in uh, Edmonton. There's like a mega mall like that, and like Syracuse, New York, and yeah, every city where they have like bridges from building to building, so you never have to go outside. <laughs> right. That's, that's I guess also it's a place where there's not like Vegas has other attractions, L.A. has other attractions. Yeah, Minnesota has needed what, Kirby Puckett Memorial, and then the Mall of America. Right. Yeah, both cool things. Both very cool <laughs> things. I, uh, you know that Mall of America Can they have like Kirby a, Pocket stories is that what you're about to say yeah Kirby Pocket he emailed us he loved one of our sketches and, uh, <laughs> he was one of the <laughs> he had, we never got to tell him thank you I thought you were about to yeah. say one of the guys who molested me uh, <laughs> <laughs> by the way I Kirby Pocket molested me is the name of a great comedy album is uh, why not is he alive I feel like we're no he's not it's okay. alright okay. yeah rest in peace one of the greatest yeah. of all time sure at, at, uh, the amount of love and support I gave him as a child I get a couple digs now. 
Is uh, Kirby Puck, did he play with like Daryl Strawberry? Was he like that kind of era? That, yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, when I was like kind of into baseball. Yeah, like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 he was a fat, athletic guy. And I and I, yeah. I think oh, he gave right. think he gave hope to other uh, to uh, fat guys out there. Like, hey, I I could do it for yeah. sure. Because look, because look at Kirby. Are you kidding me, dude? I remember I uh, saw it when he. I mean, yeah, he was very chubby and would run very fast. Mm. And one time in one of my games, was a big fat kid, and I got uh, a triple. And the coach, who by the way had like dinosaur arms, so I was like, well, "Fuck you for making fun of fat kids." But that's probably why he was because he's <laughs> right, like, "Fuck, right. he it's tough to. for me too." So I deserve this. What he probably <laughs> thought. So I hit triple in the game. He gathers all the parents around. And he goes, "It was what an unbelievable game." He goes, "Adams one of the fattest kids on the team, and he got a triple today." <laughs> That's what he said, dude. That, and I'm sitting there, like, you know, mouthful of post game cake. Uh-huh. Just like, yeah, sure. You know, like, your gator cake. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it's Gatorade like, on the cake? Yeah. Yeah, like you could orange just cake. Said. It's, it's orange flavored icing, <laughs> but you call it gator you cake. It was a Gatorade flavored raspberry icing. ice flavored cake. Yeah, yeah, blue ice. Yeah. By the way, how fat are you if you get a Gatorade cake? <laughs> oh, that's the best. I like mean, flavored uh, cake, uh, blue ice velvet. Nobody got Powerade cakes. No, no. we got a. I just call you a Dreamer at that point. Yeah, yeah. it's solid. Um, Powerade. Wait, you just reminded me real quick of another great Good Neighbor video, the bicycle safety video. Oh man, yeah, that's, oh, a, deep, that's a deep cut. That was hidden in the bellows somewhere, dude. That <laughs> look that up actually right now. It's because you know what? It's it's great because I did a handful of these where you take actual footage and spice yourself into it yeah and you guys were fucking brilliant at that and you do it with old school shit like these 80s bike safety videos so it's nick nice. beck and kyle on a playground like yeah amongst these other children <laughs> amongst other kids talking to it's fucking this, the video itself is like it stands on its own like the, the actual bike safety video yeah. yes because kyle's obsessed with old vhs so he collects these like really obscure like a lot of them are informational or like bible ones and you can tell with the sketches that you know are kyle sketches on snl yeah, where they have like, this, like you're like oh okay yeah, you weird nostalgia. From, yeah, 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 <laughs> and like weird graphics and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the aesthetic. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, uh, let's go with the one more plug for the Dream Corp, Dream Corp LLC Sunday nights Adult yeah. Swim eleven forty five. Not just Dave Coulier as a guest star, as it, as it, as if you need more names after Dave after Dave Coulier. I know that should be enough. Uh, you, you, you monster! <laughs> what do you want from greedy us? Greedy pluffalump. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Merchant, uh, Stephanie Weir, uh, Marilyn Rice Cub. Uh, yeah. they're all yeah. they're all on there. John Grise, uh, Uncle Rico from what's yeah. it called? that Napoleon Dynamite movie. Oh, nice. Allen. How uh, is he? He's awesome. He's like lives the role. Fuck, he plays he, like this bizarre he scientist. I don't know why that Uncle Rico. guy didn't get a spinoff from Napoleon, like as that character. That's yeah, one of the greatest movie characters of all time. I don't think he wants one. He's such like a he's such like a devoted actor. I think he just like wants to work and explore new roles. Yeah. Like I don't think because uh, we are, he, whenever I'm around him, invariably somebody comes up and says, "Hey, are they making a sequel?" And he's just very polite about it, but. He's like, no, I don't want to make a sequel. Back like away, we did that, off, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, maybe I haven't heard anything. Oh huh? yeah. But then he's like, no, I don't want to make one <laughs> because he's done it. Like, yeah. it's, you know, you lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, all our, all our listeners, make sure you watch eleven forty five Sunday nights. Dream Corp LLC. Uh, tweet at them and tweet at them that you love it. Yeah. Yeah. Tweet at me. Do you, t- you tweet a lot? I do tweet a lot. Yeah. I'm getting into it because of this stuff and like this uh, Rooster Teeth show I'm on. It's been. Different. Oh yeah. Yeah. Crunch time, which is another dream related comedy. Yes. Wait. Talk about that. <laughs> uh, it's on uh, Rooster Teeth, with, or you can get it on iTunes, but it's called Crunch Time, and it's um, it's like these these scientists. Well, I guess they're grad students who a- accidentally open up a black hole while doing this weird like fantasy land dream, uh, this illegal dream. 
It's a dream thing. I'm going to get a lot of flack for being like the dream guy. It's already starting to happen. People are like, is this, is this two shows? I was like, no, they're very different. Yeah. But they basically like, but you could go in. that dreams in it. Yeah. Like this, we make this business where you can go in and this guy goes in and he wants to fuck his ex in front of her family <laughs> and his like middle school class and everybody. Like and so you do. Like, yeah, like you do. So we create this lucid dream that he, he goes in and then it just goes off the rails immediately and it's just it's amazing, like sci-fi comedy. It's who, like Inception comedy. Who came up with that show? That's Andrew Disney and Bradley Jackson. Nice. And that's on uh, Rooster Teeth. If you're like one of their members, or you can get on iTunes. Hell yeah! There yeah, you go dream but, stuff, man. Pl- that's plenty all of now. chances to support the great Nick Rutherford. Thanks, guys. And also uh, fight on Trojans, buddy. Fight on Trojans. Thank you, guys. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Today, go ahead. Wait. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, we were shooting. <laughs> We were shooting. Uh, you asked me to do a sketch with you. Yeah, and we were shooting in the valley. I don't remember what it was. I honestly don't remember what it was. You did now. this sketch with Jade for me, the Valentine's one. It wasn't that one? It's okay. way before that one. Wow. Uh, and you asked me to come out, and it was really short. And before I had like three margaritas, I like kind of showed up a little tipsy. Yeah. And then, and I had, think I like popped in, and maybe I was shirtless. I think I was shirtless in my underwear, possibly. I mean, that's what? just in my dreams, but yeah. okay. Well, it's the out there. Somewhere. It wasn't the Valentine's Day song where you were playing the, the guitar. No, that, yeah. no, it wasn't that. I remember that one. Fuck. Uh, and then, and then we finished, and you were like, "All right, cool. Well, you know, I'm not gonna. I can't pay you." And I was like, "Yeah, of course. Like, but here, let me smoke you out." And like, <laughs> you got me higher than I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> Wait, like, what? I, higher I, than I've ever fucking been. We were well, at, apparently, he was higher than Adam's ever been because he doesn't remember it. Yeah, <laughs> I barely remember what the sketch I, I'm was. I'm vaguely remembering it. And then uh, you were like, we smoked it and like we packed it and smoked it and packed it. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, cool. Well, this is my buddy's place, so we got to go. And I, we were like in the deep valley, and I was like, what? Wait a minute, I, I do so know where it is. Toasted. Oh, wait a minute, I do know. I do remember, and I remember. I think you told me you slept in your car. Yeah, I had to sleep in my car because I got fucking pulled over because I was driving 14 miles an hour with my lights off. <laughs> and then this cop pulled me over. I was like, oh fuck. And I he pulled me over, and my eyes are beat red because I'm high. <laughs> And he goes, what's going on? You've been drinking? And I was like, no, my girlfriend broke up with me. It's just been a real rough night. My friend lives right there. He's like, well, maybe she get a cup of coffee. I'm just parking, and I'm going to go in my friend's house right there. And he, he did the pen trick. He made me do the fucking pen oh, trick. Wow. And he did the pen trick. He went far left, right, far left, right. And then he did a really tight circle. And then I swear to God, he booped my nose. <laughs> I swear, he knew I was high. He had to know I was high. You just got a cop who was cool enough. Yeah. And then he was like, all right, well, you know, get some coffee. You know what that was? And I got to find that because I think, ah, fuck, I think I might have taken it down, but I think I, it was a uh, when I was, me and another girl, Andy Bolt. Yeah, it was Andy. And we were girls. We were playing girls yeah. talking. And you were my boyfriend. You yeah. were her boyfriend. I was her boyfriend. He was like witnessing you guys having a disgusting conversation Yeah, or something. and you came in. Yeah, I like pop in and say one cereal. thing. You yeah. say one thing. Yeah. Oh, you heard, one of us farted or queefed or something and you came in eating cereal. You were like, cool. he was talking about queefs, and you're like, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, something. It was like, whatever it was. I, we were. In, it was in the middle of fucking nowhere, and this was before the oh, age of Ubers. Yeah. So you just were like, let me get you so intoxicated that you don't know where you are or how to operate your vehicle. And then, and then we got to go. <laughs> it was like, what is he doing to me? I slept in my fucking car. Oh, oh that's uh, one more of those. One more of those scenarios where you wake up the next day and go, oh, I yeah. should. I I shouldn't be alive today. Dude, well, I I mean. <laughs> I now I now I have to track down Spielberg. I know. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you owe me. I owe you a Spielberg email. Yeah. It's probably I feel like you could take a couple guesses. It's probably not too far from like Spielberg dot Steven at Gmail. The man at Spielberg.com. Yeah, yeah. Um, Steve at Spielberg. Jurassic Cock at CEO.com. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, big pepperoni nipples at <laughs> At DreamWorks.ent. Wait, no, because that's mine. Oh, okay. Well, okay. 
big, big pepperoni anus. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sure, that one's free. E.T. Phone me yeah. at Spielberg.com. Uh-huh. Uh, saving private Ryan's <laughs> emails at... <laughs> That's the one. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Show. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.